0: spirit of a champion presents encouraging moments with Bobby Williams welcome to another encouraging moment hi this is Bobby Williams and I'm so glad you joined me today I want to talk to you today about the subject and the message there is power in in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ, and it's all throughout the Bible. This is an exciting message you sure won't want to miss. It's in Acts chapter 3, so I hope you have your Bible with you, and we'll get to that in just a moment. I want to tell you about something very exciting. We have a new website. It's called encouragingmoments.com, and I'm very excited to tell you that my son, Robert, who is on our team, he developed... and produced this website, and we just are so excited about it. It is really a magnificent place for you to come and get free resources on how to inspire your life through the Lord, how to have a deeper walk with God, and it provides you with all of our podcasts, all of our videos, all of our content. It's absolutely free. All you have to do is just go on and look around. There's also a place, if you'll give us your email, I write a newsletter each month, and I personally do it for you, and if you'll just subscribe to our free newsletter, and we'll stay in touch with you. So anyway, well, let's get started. Hope you have your Bible. This is in Acts chapter 3. I want to pray for you today before we get started. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for what you've done on the cross for us, how you were raised from the dead the third day. And Lord, during this time of year, we are so excited about being part of the kingdom of God. And we know, Father, there is power in the name of Jesus Christ. And it's all throughout the Bible. Lord, open up our ears and open our heart to what you want to tell us today. Anything that comes from my lips, Lord, let it be glorifying to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I hope you have your Bible with you. And if you don't, don't worry. The pressure's off. I've got it right in front of me here. We're in Acts chapter 3. Let's go ahead and read this. I'm going to start in verse 1 of Acts chapter 3. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now, a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, Look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. While the man held on to Peter and John, all the people were astonished and came running to them in a place called Solomon's Colonnade. When Peter saw this, he said to them, "'Fellow Israelites, why does this surprise you? Why do you stare at us as if by our own power or godliness we made this man walk? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus.' You handed him over to be killed, and you disowned him before Pilate, though he had decided to let him go. You disowned the Holy and Righteous One and asked a murderer be released to you. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. We are witnesses of this. By faith in the name of Jesus, this man whom you see and know was made strong. It is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you all can see. Amen and amen. Jesus had already ascended into heaven. He had already shown himself, risen from the dead. He was crucified on the cross, and his blood covered our sins, and he was buried in a tomb. Three days later, he arose from the dead, and when he did... He came to the disciples and he showed himself to the disciples and about 1000 people testify that Jesus was risen from the dead because they saw him and they touched him and they talked with him and ate with him. And of course, that is all true. And before he went to heaven, he told the disciples, now stay in Jerusalem because you are going to get power from on high. And in Acts chapter 2, they stayed in Jerusalem and the Holy Spirit descended on them. And they got the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the Spirit of God living inside of the Christian. And today, if you become a Christian, you have God living in you through the Holy Spirit. And he will guide you and lead you. But in this instant... After Jesus had been taken up into heaven, Peter and John had the Holy Spirit, and they had the power of the Holy Spirit, and they also had the power of the name of Jesus Christ, and that's what we're talking about. All these people were so astonished. This man had been lame and been laying there for years and years and years, the Bible said, and they all knew him as being a beggar, a person that without help, no one could help him, no doctor could help, no No person could help him, but through the power of Jesus, he was healed in that instant. The first thing I want to tell you today is there is power in the name of Jesus. Acts 3, then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk And there's power in the name of Jesus. Don't let anyone talk you out of using Jesus's name in the public domain. Like if you're at a concert or you're with friends or you're praying over your food, always, always end your prayer in Jesus' name. And we're going to see why that's so biblical. And we must be honoring to God and we must honor his son when we pray. And that's what he wants us to do. You know, God is the creator of all man and all women. And so, we don't listen to a creation that God made to decide how we should act. No, the Bible and the Lord teaches us what we should say and do. And out of love towards one another, and out of love to strangers, you know, all those people out there need the love of Christ, and many of them don't know it, and they don't know who Christ is, but there is power in the name of Jesus Christ to change hearts and to get their sins forgiven and give them eternal life, which God promised in John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. And I personally want that for every person on the earth, and so does the Lord Jesus Christ. And so when you're out in the public, don't be ashamed of him. There is power in the name of Jesus. Now, <laughs> there's, there's not much power in my name or your name, but the one who lives inside of us. There is power, and we can call on the name of Jesus, and there is power in that name. There are miracles. My second point is there are miracles in the name of Jesus. Acts 3, 7 and 8, taking him by the right hand, he helped him up. And instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. And you know, his family had to rejoice. You know, his friends were rejoicing for him that he finally could walk. I know he had tears of joy. And there might be tears sometimes. There are all types of miracles. In my own life, I define a miracle in a lot of different ways. And let me give you an example. We had a very dear friend of ours driving in her car with her friend. And they're in their 20s. And they were in a very bad accident. I mean, a terrible accident. And their car was totaled. You would never think anybody could come out of that car. And they both came out of that car whole. Now, in my mind, that is a miracle from God because God was sending his angels watching over those two precious saints of God. And in my mind, that's a miracle. So we have all types of miracles. We have people that have lost a loved one, yet Christ comes to them in their life and comforts them, and they bring their burden to Christ. You know, Jesus said, all ye who are heavy laden, bring me your burdens and I will give you rest. And so many people I know that have lost loved ones over sickness and death, and some of them by car accidents and other things, they have been healed in the name of Jesus, their heart has, so they could go forward and still live a life. There are many miracles. Whatever it is that you're going through right now, there is power in this name. And I'm going to continue and show you this, that when you go against it, this problem that you have, and you take that to Jesus' feet, and you pray to God the Father, And then what you say, God, Father, I've got this terrible problem in my life. I need your help over this addiction, or I need this this help in this relationship, or I need help in my finances, or I need help in my health. Lord Jesus, please help me in Jesus' name. And there is power in the name of Jesus. And I want to just give you an example here. Uh, By what authority does Jesus have this power? Well, I want to tell you something. Jesus has unbelievable power. If you just take the book of John and you look at the book of John and all the miracles, now there are hundreds, probably thousands of miracles Jesus did because when people just touched his cloak, the Bible says that they were healed. But there are seven main miracles in the book of John about Jesus. He turned the water into wine at the wedding. He healed an official's son. He healed the paralytic. He fed the 5,000 with two fish and five loaves. He walked on water. He calmed the storm. He healed the blind man from birth. And the final miracle was he raised his friend who had been dead and in the tomb for four days. He raised him from the dead. That was Lazarus. So if you look those up, that's how you know that Jesus Christ is the son of God and God himself. Because you know, I teach this all the time, but remember that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. They're a trinity of one, but yet they have different jobs, and they always work in concert together. And so we're going to look at that. Remember what John 14:12 says, very truly, this was Jesus before he went to his death and burial and resurrection. He said to his disciples, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Now, I want to explain something to you. It doesn't mean that everything that we ask Jesus to, it's not like he's going to give us everything that we ask the way we ask it, but you can ask him for what you need And then leave him with the consequences of how to answer that. You have a custom plan with the Lord as a saint of the Most High God. And just like children would ask for something they don't need, sometimes we ask amiss. And he's not going to give us those things because he knows it would be hurtful to us. But if we humble ourselves and we get before him, he will get you through the trial you are in. And the next trial and the next trial and the next trial, he'll get you through to victory his way is the way he does it. And it might be different than the way you think it should be answered, but it's always His perfect and holy will to get you through and get you to victory. But there is power in the name of Jesus. He He told you in John 14, you can look it up yourself, look all of John 14, 15, and 16. All throughout those chapters, Jesus says, at one time you didn't ask anything in my name, but now I'm telling you because I am the way, the resurrection, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. That's why we must ask everything in Jesus' name when we're talking to the Father, amen. And you know who does so much work for the Father and the Son is the Holy Spirit. And remember, when Jesus went up to heaven... He wasn't there physically on the ground, so he sent the Holy Spirit and fills the believer, and the believer does great and mighty things. And and somebody might tell me, well, what great and mighty things can someone do with the Holy Spirit in them more than what Jesus did here on earth? Well, I'll say this. Jesus' ministry was a very short time. We have a long time, it seems like, and just take one person, for example, Billy Graham. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, the Billy Graham ministry saved millions and millions of people, and that was the power. That was in the name of Jesus. So there's so much power in the name of Jesus, and you just have to use it. So going back to our points here, the next point I have, the power of the name of Jesus Christ will change your life, and that's what you need to think about today, Acts 3, 8-10. through Then he went with them into the temple courts. The man who had been lame, the man who had been laying there for years and had to beg for his food and beg for money, now he has been freed from this terrible disease, this terrible uh, handicap. And he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who had been sitting, begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement. When you give your heart and soul to Jesus Christ, and He lives on the inside of you, and you humble yourself every day and live for Him, people will be amazed at what wonderful and great things God does through your life. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I'm talking to somebody out there today that needs to hear this. You may think you're in the worst shape of ever, and you may be, but call on the name, the powerful name of Jesus Christ, and he will help you through this. And then God will get all the glory for what happens in your life. Number four, ask Everything, like I said, in the powerful name of Jesus Christ when praying. Now listen to John 16, 23 and 24, what Jesus said about praying. In that day, you will not question me about anything. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you ask the Father for anything in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask, and you will receive so that your joy may be made full. By the way, the Holy Spirit that God the Father sent that overshadowed Mary, a virgin, the divine came into Mary, overshadowed her, and between that overshadowing, the power of the Holy Spirit on a virgin made this divine being to walk around as a God man. And that was what Jesus was. And so the power was in him that came from the Father. And they have always been together. And that's another thing that people don't understand. You have to read your Bible. You have to divide the truth correctly. But when you look at this text, how do you know that Jesus truly is God? I'm going to tell you this. In Genesis, if you go to Genesis 125, and it's talking about the creation how God created the earth. Listen to this, Genesis 125. God said, let us make mankind in our own image, in our likeness. Now, what is that us? That us is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now, listen to what John 1.1 says about Jesus. Listen to this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So that's saying that Jesus was with God. He was the Word. And the Word, because that's what they call Jesus Christ, was God. So that's why He can walk on water. That's why all creation answers to Him. That's why when a storm comes up, all nature answers to Jesus because He is the creator of the universe, of all of the universe. The power of the name of Jesus Christ will change your life. And then, like I said, ask everything in the powerful name of Jesus when you're praying to the Father. So you're saying, Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, thank you for this day. God, I I love you so much. Thank you for this beautiful world. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my family. Lord, I'm bringing this trial before you that's bigger than me. I can't take care of it, Father, but I know you can. I have a person in my life that's very sick. And they're hurting. And, Lord, I, I know I just want to bring them to your feet because I know they're very sick and they need you, Father. And, Lord, I'm going to claim Jeremiah 30:17 that says, I will restore your health. I will heal your wounds declares the Lord. Lord, I'm claiming that and I'm just praying and I'm giving it to you and I know I can trust you with whatever you decide, but Lord, I love this person and I'm claiming that in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. And that's how I pray because I'm talking to the Father, but then I end it with Jesus Christ in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. And that's the truth and that's how you're supposed to pray. And there's power in that prayer. Now, I'm not God, and thank God that I'm not. I'm just a servant. I'm a humble servant who loves the Lord, who knows the Word of God. And I'm telling you, you may be in the worst time in your life, but God's going to see you through, through the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever you do in life, whatever you do, this is my next point, whatever you do in life, do it in the name of Jesus Colossians 3:17 you might want to get a pen and write down Colossians 3:17 the bible says whatever you do in word or deed do all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks Through him to God the Father. Now, isn't that just what I said to you about prayer? Listen to what that says again. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. So you're saying, God, Father, thank you so much. But in the end, you're always praying in the name of Jesus Christ. You're always saying in the name of Jesus, amen and amen. And then whatever you do in your career, So if you're a carpenter or if you're a a builder, if you're a real estate expert, if you're an attorney, if you're a banker, if you're an auto dealer, whatever you do with your life, do it all for the glory of God and do it for the name of Jesus Christ. And then number six, Jesus Christ is the one and only name under heaven and earth that one must be saved. Now, a lot of people are being confused right now. They're believing like astrology and different different religions. But here, here's the difference, and I want to go over this one more time, but, because you need to know this if you can always know and be confident of who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus died once on the cross for my sin and yours. When he went up to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit. And when he sent the Holy Spirit, immediately upon your profession— to be a Christian, as soon as you accept Christ as your Savior, you are invaded by the power of the Holy Spirit in your heart and in your life, and He lives inside of you. And so, no other religion has this, and this is a personal relationship with Jesus. This is not a religion. This is an absolute truth that God's in you when you become a Christian. And so I walk around all day talking to the Lord because he guides me and leads me. And I hope he does the same for you because if you're a Christian, you can talk to God and he'll listen and you can listen to him. And he wants to be your friend and he wants to help you and he wants to guide you and he wants to tell you what the Bible says. But like I said, there's no other religion on earth that can save you. And there's no other group that says that you must be saved by this name. Only Jesus is the name. And look what it says in uh, Acts 4:12: Salvation is found in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Remember what Jesus said in John 10, 9. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. There's power in the name of Jesus. By the way, in Acts chapter 3, if you'll look through that whole chapter after we get done today, just pull your Bible out and really take a highlighter and kind of highlight every time they mention the name of Jesus in that book. It's amazing how many times they mention the name of Jesus. So you'll have to look that up. Now, last thing I want to tell you today is when you're weak, call on the power of the name of Jesus Christ because he is the one that created you. He knows who you are. Every hair on your head is numbered. You are wonderfully made. You are awesome to God, and He wants to help you. 2 Corinthians says uh, twelve, nine, and 10, But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness, so that Christ's power may rest on me." That is why for Christ's sake, I delight in weakness and insults and hardships and persecution and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And what that means basically is that when you're weak and you're feeling down and depressed and you're feeling like, will this ever end, this trial? Will I ever get through this? Call upon his name. There is power in the name of Jesus, and he will help you through that situation. And this is such an important lesson. I hope you'll study Acts 3 and chapter 4. And this is such a wonderful lesson. And I just want to tell you one more time, there is power in the name of of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. I want to pray for you in just a second. I want to tell you, we've got a great YouTube channel called Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams that you can go to. That's a great resource for you. We also have a podcast that's on Apple, Spotify, and on iHeartRadio. Or you could go to our new website, encouragingmoments.com, And get all free resources you need to be strengthened in your walk, to get a deeper walk with the Lord, and be inspired every day. Hey, we love you in the Lord. Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, this is such a wonderful lesson because I know that in your name there is power. You are the one true God, and Lord, you have made it evident by all the miracles, being raised from the dead, the creation that we see every day, Lord. Place that in our heart. Let us not be ashamed of your name, Jesus. Christ, Let us not be ashamed to use the name in our prayers out in the public or anywhere. Let us not be ashamed to spread the gospel in love to others and use the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I just ask many blessings. I ask health. I ask prosperity. I ask for peace for those listening today. Lord, I love them in the Lord. Bless them in their coming and their going. I declare, Lord, that you would give them this power in their life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.